ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, back with another episode here on The Truth. Joined once again by AJ Ponciano. AJ, how are you doing here today? I'm doing great now. How are you? I'm great. We got another position breakdown. If you guys missed the previous two, I highly recommend you go check them out. We went over starting pitchers and relief pitchers. It's kind of an onslaught to the 30 teams in 30 30 days series, but we're really focusing on the top 10 positions, at least in our opinion, to help you in fantasy purposes, as well as to get you more familiar with some of the players that we might not be talking about um, that actually are very important to a team's success this season. So, Without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into it. Starting off with the number 10 spot, who is your number 10 catcher going into this year? At number 10, I have Tyler Stevenson. A very talented catcher on the offensive side. He isn't the best defensively, but last year he was injured. and He was off to a hot start before he got injured. The injury was accidental. It was a collision at the plate, I believe. And I believe he'll be able to bounce back. His bat there at Cincinnati is great. Uh, the lineup's gotten a little bit better. Uh, maybe not the best it was in tw- compared to 2020, but there's a lot of young talent there. I'm going to go ahead and go with Travis Darnot as my number 10 catcher going into the season. Now, he's had a pretty solid career. He is a veteran player. He is 34 years old. So, especially at the catcher position, a little bit more vulnerable as far as staying healthy and whatnot. He hasn't really played, I don't think, ever a full 162 games. That is a big risk factor going ahead and getting a guy like Darnot. Doesn't necessarily matter for fantasy purposes defensively, but offensively, he's got great stats. He's a pretty solid power hitter. Does a good job of driving in runs. You know, it helps when you're on a team like the Braves, for that matter. In some years, compared to others, you know, better average compared to some other years where he hasn't had good average. So he's been kind of going around the league in 2019, played on three different teams. But overall, is a great bat um, at the catcher position. I think he's going to provide a lot of depth. The biggest thing is his stability and making sure he's going to be able to stay healthy, but I am liking Travis now here at the number 10 spot. Who is your number nine catcher? At number nine, I have first-time All-Star last year, William Contreras, the brother of Wilson. Last year, William only played in 97 games. He was bumped back and forth from minor league, Triple uh, A, and MLB. But in 97 games, he hit two... 78 with a 354 on base. He had two stolen bases as a catcher, 45 RBIs, 14 doubles, one triple, 20 home runs, 51 runs scored. Uh, the last three years, uh, his first year he made his debut, the COVID year. Last year, uh, only 52 games. And then this year, 97. He's going to be the full time catcher now with the Brewers uh, in a recent uh, trade, I believe, between the two teams. And William Kutcher should be the number one catcher there. I'm going to go ahead and go with Kybert Ruiz, the number nine spot. He is still relatively new in Major League Baseball. He's 24 years old, entering his fourth NFL, NFL season, fourth MLB season. Last year with the Nationals, 112 games played, by 251, seven bombs, and 36 RBI. So at the catcher position, he's a good defensive catcher. Playing in the Nationals organization, not going to be going off eye-poppy numbers, but he is very versatile. I do like his health as far as you know, staying healthy for the most part. And I'm really curious to see how he's going to make an impact going into the season. You know, at the catcher spot, you maybe expect a bigger power bat with a guy that's um, you know, not as good defensively. But the opposite is the truth with Kybert Ruiz. He's going to bat for average relatively. I think he does a pretty good job of that compared to other catchers um, you know, that we talk about here on the show. He's going to give you some decent power, and I think he's got a really good 
higher ceiling. The reason why I put him ahead of Darno is just because he is younger, he is more vibrant, has more of an opportunity to succeed, especially in Washington. Um, so we'll see what he's going to be able to do going into the season. Who is your number eight catcher? At number eight, I have Sean Murphy. Recently in the trade with the Oakland A's, he is now a Brave. He's going to a lot better ballpark compared to Oakland and the Coliseum and a lot better line. They're going to pitch him more, most likely, compared to some of the other guys who are hitting around him. Compared to Oakland, they would kind of pitch around him because he was the best bat there. But even with Oakland, and he's a great defensive catcher, won a gold glove last year. But in Oakland, he had, uh, playing in Oakland, he had 18 home runs uh, and a 3.5 war. Uh, I don't see his numbers taking a huge jump, but I see the the counting numbers being able to do or be able to go up. I'm going to go ahead and go with MJ Melendez at the number eight spot. MJ Melendez is also 24 years old, played in his first season last year with Kansas City. Overall played really solid. His average is a bit down, but had a good power at 18 home runs and 62 RBIs. Everything you'd expect in a rookie season. I'm expecting his numbers to be a bit higher this season. I think he can relatively stay on the same page, but I think he can maybe cross the threshold with 20 home runs. Depends if you're in a rotisserie league. Rotisserie league, his average might kill him. Other than that, he's a really solid fantasy option. He's going to be the backstop behind there for Kansas City. And overall, just a great all-around five-tool player that a lot of teams, you know, maybe are going to have an eye on as, you know, free agency comes about when it's time for a new contract and, and all that stuff. But the Kansas City Royals got a really good catcher in MJ Melendez. Your number seven catcher. At seven, I have Alejandro Kirk. Uh, first-time All-Star and won a sil- Silver Slugger last year. Hit 285, 372 on or on base. Uh, strikeouts to walk ratio is actually very well. 63 walks to 58 strikeouts last year. 14 home runs, 63 RBIs, 19 doubles. He's not going to hit any triples. Uh, and 59 runs in 139 games without... Gabriel Moreno, the number one catching prospect, but they just traded away. He's going to be the starting catcher or maybe splitting time with Danny Jansen. He'll probably DH a little bit more, but I believe he'll have a big jump compared to last year where he kind of broke out. I'm going to go ahead and go with Dalton Varsha at the number seven spot here. Another younger catcher, relatively maybe a little older than the other two at 26 years of age. Last season, though, had 27 home runs, 74 RBIs, and batted 235. Relatively stable is kind of exactly what you want in the catcher position. 5'10", 205 pounds, you know, overall a really good power bat there at the catcher spot. And fantasy purposes, he's going to provide you with a lot of options. Uh, Diamondbacks are a young and upcoming team potentially, so a lot of uh, you know chances to play in a lot of games. And he also played in 151 of them last year, which is huge. But overall, I'm really liking Darton Varsho this year. I think he's maybe entering the stage of his career where he's going to be really effective for a couple of years. And I think he's going to be one of those guys that a lot of people are maybe sleeping on, but a guy that you can definitely steal with, especially if you're looking to add some more power to your team, as well as a relatively stable batting average now at the same spot, batting 246 the year before. Your number six. At six, I have Salvador Perez. Uh, Salvador Perez is coming off of a year where he did have an injury, but the year before that, he had 48 home run, home runs and 121 RBIs. I believe the 48 home runs was a record-setting amount of home runs for a catcher. I believe he bounces back. Uh, he's going to play a lot more games than the 114 he did last year. He's not going to have that high of an average, probably right around 260-ish, maybe pushing 270. 
Um, he doesn't walk a lot. He strikes out a lot compared to walks. But he's going to give you that power for home runs. He's going to hit doubles. He may give you a triple here and there every Every season, he may ha- have – he averages about one. He's going to give you a lot more RBIs, I believe, this year with that, the younger players that the Royals have been calling up. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with Sean Murphy at the number six spot here for me. Mentioned his career in Oakland and now transitioning over to Atlanta. Going to be curious to see how that backstop works there in Atlanta. But Sean Murphy is still a very reliable option. He had his best year of the his career last season with Oakland, played in 148 games, 66 RBIs, 18 home runs, and a 215 batting average. The year before that had one less home run and six less RBIs and 30 less games. So the ceiling for him is obviously very high. He's sitting at 28 years old. He is great on both sides. Obviously, the defensive side doesn't really matter unless your fantasy leagues are a little bit interesting. But having a good veteran leader like Travis Darno is going to be huge for him uh, this season to – really continue to learn and then how to be a better player, but they're very similar in the aspects of hitting for power, especially that catcher position. I'd like to give the batting average credit a little bit more of Sean Murphy. I think this is going to be a year where he continues to go through his prime um, and is able to continue to have some of the successes that he's been having in recent years. So Sean Murphy is definitely a big buy there at the number six spot. Who is your number five catcher? At number five, I have Dalton Varsho, someone you just mentioned before. Big power guy, not a lot of average uh, pretty good on base, but I believe his counting numbers are going to – his counting stats will go up. He had 79 runs and 74 RBIs last year with Arizona. He's going to a much better lineup. And he also can provide speed. I don't remember – I don't know if you mentioned that, but he had 16 stolen bases. He's kind of a utility where you can put catcher and outfield. But I believe I could see a majority of his time at outfield compared to catcher, but he still has catcher eligibility. I'm going to go ahead and go with Will Smith, the number five spot. Now, Will Smith obviously had a great couple of years with Los Angeles last two seasons, 24 home runs, 25 the year before, 87 RBIs last year, 76 the year before, and batting around the 260 batting average mark and playing in about 133 games. So you're talking about a really durable guy. Will Smith is your guy. I remember watching backstage Dodgers with Will Smith making his debut and kind of being able to see him progress, watch him in real life a couple of times. I've been able to go to Dodgers games. This guy is the real deal. He's a great backstop. I don't want to say he's a veteran, but he seems like he plays like a veteran leadership kind of guy. And overall, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do going into this season. But again, this is one of the top tier catchers. I feel like catchers are one of those positions where there's really not a lot of surplus. There's a lot of non-catchers that provide more of an option for your team. So being able to get a guy that's in the top five as far as catchers are concerned, I definitely think is a big area to really attack going into this fantasy season. But I like Will Smith a lot. He provides power, he provides stability, and he provides good defense. So Will Smith is my number five catcher. Number four. At number four, I have Wilson Contreras. Uh, It seems like the dynasty is now over in in Chicago with everyone gone now with Contreras leaving Contreras is going to provide you power he had 22 home runs last year he had 65 runs 55 RBIs four stolen bases as a catcher which isn't bad but he's going to the Cardinals Cardinals are a much better lineup I believe there's better players in that lineup like Arenado and Goldschmidt that they're going to try to pitch around so that means I believe so I believe Contreras will get some more baseballs or more playable balls, uh, more RBIs, a couple more runs. But I think Contreras is maybe one of the more underrated catchers uh, just because he's been in the game so long. It feels like that people are kind of just tired about talking about, talking about him. 
Alejandro Kirk is going to be my number four catcher. I put him a little bit high, but one of the reasons why I'm doing that is the way that he's been able to jump throughout his career uh, in Toronto. Everything, it seems like, almost doubles um, for every – doubles or even triples for every stat category. Obviously, 2020, that shortened season, nine games. 2021, 60. And last year, 139. Home runs, 1, 8, and 14. RBIs, 3, 24, and 63. And batting average has gone up a lot, too. He's batting 285. So, very good, durable threat. He's 5'8", 245 pounds. Kind of an intriguing guy, but made the All-Star game last year. Looking great in that Toronto uniform. And I really think this is going to be the guy that's going to be one of those sleeper guys. You can almost interchange Alejandro Kirk and Will Smith, but I think Alejandro Kirk's going to continue to progress. Um, I think he's going to reach over 20 home runs, maybe even reach over 80, 90 RBIs, depending on the lineup the Blue Jays have. Because the Blue Jays got a lot of young guns that are going to be on base and provide Alejandro Kirk an opportunity to you know drive in these runs and get the, the pitchers the run support they need. Going to add to your number three catcher. At number three, I have Will Smith. You touched on him just earlier. He's very consistent. He's going to hit you right around 260, 340 on base, 20-plus home runs, around 20 doubles. He's going to hit some triples as a catcher. He's going to get you RBIs, and he's going to be right around the 70 runs a season. The last two years, he only played in 130, 137 games. If he can bump that up to 150, he could consider – he could be considered for the best catcher in the league offensively. Uh, it's just, I don't remember if it's injuries he's dealt with, but I know Barnes is there, Clayton Kershaw's personal catcher. So that would take away starts from him. But now with the DH, he may be, he may be able to get back in to that lineup a little bit more. I'm going to go with Salvador Perez at the number three spot. There's obviously a huge risk to that, but the way that Salvador Perez has played year in and year out, he's obviously one of the best catchers. He's still 32 years old, which sounds crazy to think. He's been in the league, what, like 11 season now? He's been there since he was like 2021. 20, but, I mean, just his power numbers alone are definitely something to keep an eye on. 2021, he played in 161 out of 162 games. Absolutely insane. Had 121 RBIs and 48 home runs and batted 273. That was not last year, but the year before. So he still has got the juice relatively. Played in 50 less games and still had 23 home runs with 76 RBIs and batted 254. This is going to be a guy that may decline a little bit, but I mean, having over 20 plus home runs, he did it four straight seasons. Having like 80 plus RBIs in three straight seasons and just the capabilities that this guy can do is definitely insane. It's kind of an interesting duel with Salvador Perez and MJ Melendez. Obviously, Salvador Perez more associated with the DH spot, um, but MJ Melendez and those two can definitely interchange there. Melendez is more versatile than Salvador Perez, where Salvador Perez is really only a catcher um, and a designated hitter. But those two powerful, um, you know, Kansas City Royals players are somebody that I think you're definitely going to have to keep an eye on. Number two. At number two, I have Adley Reichman. Last year was his rookie year, and he – performed 5.2 war 254 average 13 home runs 70 runs 42 rbis four stolen four stolen bases as a catcher with a 362 on base ops plus at 128 he only played in 113 games he's a later club because they're trying to manipulate manipulate arbitration and He's going to keep on hitting. He has He's a switching catcher. He hits power for power. I could see the average going up a little bit more. I Adley's just what, the best young catcher in the league right now, so he's at number two for me. 
I agree. I got Adley Rushman at the number two catcher spot, too. Touched base on his stats last year, so I don't really have to go over them. But kind of a change in culture in Baltimore. They've been so bad. They almost made a run at the postseason last season. But Adley Rushman was this big-name guy, the number one overall pick. Everyone was expecting him to be great. And he honestly showed that he's going to be great, or at least started the career off on the right foot. Doing everything you ask, he hits from both sides of the plate. So it's obviously a very versatile threat for the Baltimore Orioles. And I get, like you said, he played 113 games last year, not even a full season with him being a later call-up, and played tremendously. And I'm really excited to see how he's going to play this year. And I'm putting him at the number two ranking because, sure, there's some other guys in this list that you could maybe argue can be the number one, number two catcher. But this guy is really jumping up the gun, and he's really going to have a great second season. You see this a lot with uh, certain positions, especially at the catcher spot. And then your number one catcher. At number one, I believe we both have him at number one. It's JT Ramuto. He is the most consistent catcher in the league. Defensively, he's a gold glover. Offensively, he hits right around that 275 range, 20-plus home runs. He's going to get you 70 to 80 runs. Uh, he's going to get you between 80 to 90, potentially touching 100 RBI, especially with Bryce Harper being out. He's going to walk. His OPS plus was 129 last year. He's just the best catcher in baseball. He's going to, he had five triples, 26 doubles. He's going to hit for extra base. He's going to be a threat. Uh, he's going to be the number one catcher until Ali overthrows him. But I don't see that happening soon. Yeah, that's obvious. JT Ramuto is the best catcher in baseball. He touched base on how he's a gold glover defensively. And not only being a gold glover defensively, but being able to do that on the offensive side of things is obviously huge. Biggest thing I think a lot of fantasy owners and just fans in general want from players, especially at the catcher position, is just consistency. Having trust in a guy like JT Ramuto to be behind the dish and stop wild pitches or you know throw guys out, whatever. And then on the flip side, being a great bat, Utilizing that very big Philadelphia Phillies lineup. Obviously, made a run to the World Series last year. Been there, done that, experienced that. So, JT Romuto is definitely the best catcher in all baseball. And when you're really talking about the debate with catchers, it's, it's really tricky when you get into the 6 to 15 range. But 1 through 5 or top 5 or even top 1, a lot of people will sit there and say that JT Romuto is the most consistent catcher. And if you're able to steal him for your fantasy teams, I think your team's in a great position for him. That is going to conclude another position breakdown. We covered the catchers here today. I hope you guys did enjoy it. Like I mentioned, if you missed the other two breakdowns where we talked about the pitchers, starting and relief pitchers, definitely highly recommend to go check those out. Also stay up to date with the 30 teams in 30 days to make sure you listen to your team's preview going into the season and see what you can expect from them going into the season and seeing if they're a team that's going to be one of those teams that makes a run at the postseason this year. Other than that, I do appreciate you guys listening. If you guys did enjoy, feel free to follow The Truth on Twitter at The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value. As always, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, joined by AJ Ponciano. Take care and good night.